Is this the show? Sure, yeah. Because I'm John Moltz. Or do we have a pre-roll? Wait, yeah, well, because before, all I was going to say is before we do the show that I want to once again remind our listeners about Bloom, B-L-U-U-M. Bloom started in 2011 as a beautifully curated service for new parents to discover the best products for their kids. You get a monthly box of five full-size, high-value products to discover that are perfectly staged for the child's age, gender, and developmental stage. And the retail value is always more than what you're paying for your monthly subscription fee. Our next box arrives today, according to my inbox. Each And Liam's very excited because I told him each subscriber gets 100% personalized box rather than, you know, this is the box for zero to six month old. So this is the box for six to 12 months old. No, they want to know about your kid, your child's milestones and whatever your child needs. That's the kind of stuff that's going to be the box. They send products that are relevant to you right now. You can track your child's milestones in your Bloom account to customize the products you're receiving. Algorithms are going to figure out what to send you, but humans are going to handle the actual packaging to make sure you get exactly the right things for your kid. A baby needs three things, ladies and gentlemen. Mom. Dad and Bloom, they work with 450 brands and more than 1,000 different products that were all handpicked by Bloom's team of parents. You can review products and earn reward points redeemable in the Bloom shop. Here's what I want you to do. Go to bloom.com slash turning and use promo code CAR40 for 40% off. Again, it's B-L-U-U-M dot com slash turning and use promo code CAR40. 40% off is a big deal. That's basically half as far as my math is concerned. 40% off your first month of all monthly 3, 6, and 12-month plans. Free shipping. And additional stuff to buy there, too. So if you haven't gone yet, stop hating yourself and get it done. Well, now I'm John Maltz. And I am also Lex Friedman. I'm also John Armstrong. Welcome to the child abduction. (laughs) Turning this car around. That's it. Just welcome to the child abduction. That's what's happening now. Yeah. Uh, We're, yeah. So we should uh, we are we changing the format? Should should uh, we use like um, you know TV news style scare tactics to to sell the mm. podcast now? Your uh, child may be abducted. More your child may be being abducted right now, <laughs> and you're sitting here listening to a podcast. If you want your child back, keep listening. <laughs> we'll tell you how at the end, <laughs> at the top of the hour. <laughs> but first, this great cake recipe. <laughs> first how many spiders crawl into your mouth while you're asleep it's very <laughs> it's very important Deadly spiders to you'll want to know that my um i do not want my kids to fear that they're going to be uh abducted so that that is mm. not a fear that we have put into them this is totally really? unrelated to the topic you wanted to talk about but no I, it's not no I, it's not no 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 that isn't but i want you to know oh, that oh, last okay. night um, we were talking about Cody and Anya wanted to know if Cody would ever have kids. And I'm like, well, actually, no, we're going to have a special surgery so that he can't have kids. Uh, cause I'm an idiot. And then Anya and Sierra were like, oh, well, how does that work? How does, well, how would, how would Cody, what would the surgery do? And I'm like, oh, whatever. And of course this was like the exact moment Lauren had stepped away to go to the bathroom during the dinner hour. And she comes back and I'm like, Hey, guess what I walked into. And so we finally plucked the book that had been testicles. the refrigerator off. Ah. And, um, we read it's it with individually about- and it's, it's basically, it's a book about, you know, where did I come from? But, Oh, I thought it was about castration. It's such a good, <laughs> yes. It's Gelding. such a good dodge. Cause the book is like, <laughs> you know, there were sperm cells in your dad and there were egg cells in your mom. They don't have like a hard shell, like a chicken egg. And <laughs> then babies grow inside the mom that and we it, know of. It never right. gets into how do those, like how, what's the transfer, but the there's so much information, right? 
uh, the chore part. There's so much information there that the kids are like, oh, that's fine. That, that answers my questions. Thanks a lot, mom and dad. So dodge the bullet. That was all wow. we, that was more than we wanted to know. <clears throat> I was ready to get abducted myself rather than. Sure. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you called up the neighbor. Please come and abduct me right now. Please. <laughs> I called the neighbor. Please explain sex to my kids. Call, yeah. call, call the really creepy neighbor. <laughs> abduct I want me, you to come abduct then me. Then explain sex to my kids. P.S. Don't abduct my kids. I will live in your bunker for the next 15 years. <laughs> uh, you guys watching that Kimmy Schmidt? It's unbreakable. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so awesome. That's a great That's show, show, by the way. Big thumbs That's up from me. Yep. I fell asleep during an episode we watched last night, so I have to watch it again. You, you got She's it. A funny lady, Ms. Kemper. Very funny. Yep. Also. Not bad. Yeah. And uh, abducted by a stranger. <laughs> it all fits. It all connects. Yep. It's yeah. It's not We're really so but, uh, interconnecting. Oh, so are you are you teaching your kids stranger danger? Okay. No. Well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. My. You remember what my wife does, right? <laughs> yes. She investigates privates. Something yeah. Like that. Right. Right. So she knows all about it. Um. <laughs> all about stranger danger oh yeah she is a she is a private investigator and um so she has you know more concerns about this stuff than maybe your average person just because Mm. it's on the mind all the time so Mm, we have discussed it um we we try not to dwell on it (laughs) but we have we have discussed what happens if someone comes up to you and says get into the car because i've got like nothing but puppies all over the place in here Mm. um candy and uh puppy just like it the car is literally full you know you may not be able to fit in here because there are so many puppies and so much candy yeah you'll have to move some boxes of candy and then the dogs (laughs) might take that spot the guy just pulls up and he says kids i'm sorry i can't give you a ride today because the car is just full of puppies and candy (laughs) and free yeah free puppies and candy free ipads also Mm, um Oh my god! That would see that is that Minecraft like that's probably the modern that's probably the modern thing, right? Yeah. Instead of Candy's kids don't okay, care about puppies and candy but, anymore, they just they want um, yeah. like in-app purchases. <laughs> that's how you that's how you get a kid card. in the car these days. iTunes gift card, App Store right. gift card. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to find this. I'm desperately trying to find this article, but um, while you're doing that, recently. So oh, John. Yeah. Go for Another that because I got some. I want to do like a little jump in sidebar, uh, like uh, follow up. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm not in the library today, so that's we're all happy about that. I'm back in the <laughs> podcasting are. closet. Uh, Lita kicked complete ass at her recital, like the recital, and then the performance that she did later was just fantastic. It was great. So I'm a proud father awesome. over here. Yes, and her teacher texted out the scores. But I told Lita that her teacher didn't text out the scores, and I don't know what her score is because I want Lita to tell me, and then I'm going to act surprised. But she kicked ass. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. She, she did great. It was Mazel awesome top. to be there for that. Yeah. And at, last no minute, point, you know, at no point were any of the performers abducted. During no one the was show. abducted. Nope. Nope. That's excellent. <laughs> the other thing, Marlo was really What are the good. odds of that? She was good. Marlo's a good kid. Yeah, I know. Those recitals are, I think... Abduction I think kind of city. pinpointed, yeah, like it's sort of like a known abduction <laughs> it's, uh, trick. It's, it's actually by other parents there who are just like, how can I make this evening shorter? Oh, I know, I'll abduct some of the kids who haven't played yet. That's <laughs> just how it happens. <laughs> Maybe in your sick little world, and that's how it works. But yeah. um, in mine, all the parents are proud to be there with their children. Oh, that's that's what I meant. 
<laughs> sure. Sure it is. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Okay, so actually Lex found the article. <laughs> I don't know who it's by. Some, you don't know it well. You don't know who this one's by? What you sent me? The, the one you sent me? But yeah, the one by? I sent you. Yeah, you don't know who, the, who wrote that? No, I'm not familiar with that guy. Okay. Oh, what? Should have, we should have, should have known. You mean the guy who was like, who writes everything all the time on every site on the internet? Yeah. We'll put the link in the show notes, but it's the guy we both know really well. Stranger danger to children vastly overstated by Glenn Fleischman over at Boing Boing. (laughs) Vastly overstated by Glenn Fleischman. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn's always like, watch out for your kids. (laughs) God, that guy's such a moron. (laughs) Why does he do that? Stop saying that, Glenn. Um, but it's yeah, his, the point of the article, which I think is where you were going, um, yes. is that, you know, the stranger danger is the thing that everybody or that most parents are fearful of, but like, there's no data to support that children are getting abducted. And certainly, I mean, obviously some kids get abducted, but the number is shrinking. It's small to begin with and shrinking, um, dramatically. That's kind of the point. It's, yeah. it's not worse than it's ever been. It's better than it's ever been. And parents are more cautious than they've ever been. Well, I but, think what's happened is that these the people who are doing the abducting have found out that kids are really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Why like, do I want these bullshit. kids? I'm out of here. What's the God, point? They're never going to eat. You're going to say, go to the bathroom. And you're like, I don't have to go. And you're like, every freaking day we have this conversation. It's not worth it. <laughs> what I love is when my kids wake up and I'm like, okay, go to, if their clothes aren't out for the day yet, they're like, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it doesn't mean you stay in bed. It means why don't you go to the bathroom? I'm like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, really? I'm going to start just pushing down on your bladder and you keep telling me you don't have to go to the bathroom. That's my new response. Really? Boom. Now do you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Bet you have wow. to go now. So, so, so the number, far, I guess the, go ahead. So far this episode, we are pro child abduction and pro, uh, <laughs> like bladder punching apparently or bladder, you know, some sort of bland bladder injury. Let's just say pro urination inducement. Right. Okay. Okay. That sounds, yeah. Doesn't sound quite. There there are various methods that you can use. (laughs) Right. Just talking about running water. Exactly. A lot. That's uh, that's always good. (laughs) That's that's one method. (laughs) Introducing a white noise generator. Yeah. There's an app that just plays like the sound of running water. (laughs) So anyway, the number that gets thrown around is 800,000 a year. Is that right? I mean, no. that's the number. I mean, because no. on the face of it, even it just sounds ridiculous. And it turns out it actually is ridiculous um, because it's apparently more like maybe like 33,000. Well, he, Glenn Close, Parents Magazine, stating that every 40 seconds in the United States, a child becomes missing or is abducted. Um, but uh, Glenn doesn't come out and say this. I think that they're con- also including people playing hide and go seek. Like, ah. I, I think that's part of it. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm part of the problem. I was gonna say, uh, there's that. <laughs> I'm driving. Louis I'm CK. driving those statistics way up. There's a Louis C.K. episode where his daughter goes missing, and she's just like, you know, she's just like sitting somewhere in a closet or whatever, and just she didn't want to talk, so she was like, I'm gonna ignore everybody, and he is freaking out, calls the cops. You know, he's freaking out because he's got to tell the mother, you know, his ex, and he's just losing his shit. And I've had that one time at the park. Marlo was hiding in this little walkway thing that was like two feet from me. And I'm like, Marlo, Marlo. And I'm like trying not to panic, like, er, 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 er. calm, 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 Marlo, Marlo, Marlo. 
it didn't work. I, I didn't stage it. And then she's like dying laughing and she falls over out oh, of this God. thing. And I was like, oh my, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the closest Friedman analogies, I can think of two. One is from yesterday and one is from a couple years ago now. Mm-hmm. But the one yesterday was, there was no child missing. So it was a far less dramatic problem. But the, the crisis of the evening last night was that Sierra's pajama pants could not be found. She's like, I have looked everywhere and they are dun, nowhere dun, to be found. Dun. And I'm like, well, sometimes you put your clothes in the laundry when you're not supposed to. Why don't you check there? It's not there. She's going all over the place. And then I'm like, Lauren, you got to come. I can't find it. <laughs> and Lauren comes in and she's like, I don't see them. I don't see them. Oh, they're on your bookshelf next to all the books. And Sierra's like, isn't that hysterical? And we're like, wait a second. You put them there and then it was, <laughs> you wanted us to find that it was there. <laughs> and she's cracking up. And I'm like, but we looked, we devoted time and you went and checked the laundry for me. Um, so that joke sucked. <laughs> She's uh, getting there. Have, ah. Yeah. Uh, but we have friends who every year have a Halloween party and it's possible. I told you guys this story in the past. So if it sounds familiar, you let me know. But two years ago, it's time for us to go and we cannot find Anya. And you know, it's, it's a larger house. Um, but we've checked all the basement and the first floor where the party was the second floor where the party wasn't, um, they back up onto the woods. And so like, I'm literally now trucking out into the woods looking for Anya and the panic is just rising and rising. And you know, more and more people at the party realize that we can't find her. The hosts are trying to find her. Nobody has an idea where she is. Then, um, unbeknownst to Anya, we're all looking for her. So then she crawls out from underneath the table. She's sitting underneath in the basement uh, reading a book and she's like hey hi everybody and so she'd been under a table reading and that's why you know nobody could see her and nobody knew that she was there except the table she was sitting at was or the table she was sitting underneath had a whole group of adults sitting around it <laughs> and <laughs> you're like oh yeah that's right we knew Anya went under there to read because we thought it was funny and we're like you pricks like we've been <laughs> panicking <laughs> for easily like 15 minutes that's a long time to not know where your kid is um yeah. and like oh yeah we just totally yeah no she's totally she was under the table right she went under there to read and we thought it was funny and um uh you know that these friends who host the halloween party are good friends because they don't invite anybody back who sat at that table <laughs> <laughs> suckers interesting yeah hmm. nice. yeah i went so almost lost hank at the at school at one of the school events at night like if i was in charge of keeping track of him this was when he was real little right so it's hard and, to find. you know it's there's there's ten thousand kids running around it and it was either the halloween night or something i can't remember what it was and and you know and then he, he just ran off and and that was like the first time that that had happened and so, so i was pretty i was a little panicky because i did you know if like he's gonna get lost i want it to be on her watch right exactly <laughs> Exactly. I do not want to be, you know, that's not your, so thing. yeah, you don't want to carry yeah. that one in, but you know, nah. of course he was fine. He just, you know, ran off with some friends or something. I mean, he was, uh, okay. Fine. I've made it a little further down this article, this Fleischman article on boing boing. Um, yeah. and I'm just going to read some, just a little bit for you here of Please. non-family abductions, just 115 children, 90 reported in 1999 were estimated to fit a stereotypical kidnapping by a stranger or slight acquaintance 40 of those were killed that's one child out of every 750,000 kidnapped and one out of every 2 million killed 
I'll play those out. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, just saying, <laughs> like, <excellent>. you know. <laughs> so it's lower than you might have thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's still like... like you, you, I mean, you don't want to be one of the 750,000. Nobody wants to be... Yeah, nobody no, wants no, to No, you be. don't want that on anybody. You, you or anybody else. Right. Right. And so, you know, the... Like, my kids are always in their car seats or their booster seats. And there are parents who sometimes... Like, there's somebody at the bus stop who comes to the bus stop and every once in a while one of the parents will let the kid ride in the front seat where she's not legal or mm-hmm. in theory safe mm-hmm. and it's a pretty short drive like it's a one minute drive from the house to the bus stop mm-hmm. but i'm thinking well i don't know what the infinitesimal increases in your child's risk but it's probably higher than i would go for um but like we always use our car seats and we always do all the safety crap and my parents always mock us for the things that we do many of which are the law <laughs> usually have to know well we always just used to put your kids with a belt around you and that was it mm-hmm. um <laughs> you all grow fine and you know they teach us these days when you have a baby you put it to sleep on its back but when my parents had babies like put the baby on its belly it's like well we do what they tell you now because you're just trying to up the odds right you just you, you know even if it's a very very tiny chance something horrible is going to happen you still want to do the right thing um, you know, I'd rather hedge that bet than not, but I think it's different when you are potentially affecting the psyche of the kid, right? Telling the kid, Hey, we're going to buckle up in the car or, you know, <laughs> in placing the infant on his or her back. I don't really feel like has long-term impact on the kids, you know, emotional right. well-being. but right. if you're like, Hey, the unknown is a scary thing and is potentially out to kill you, especially if it's almost never true that I feel like has long lasting applications. So that's, that's where my sand line is drawn in the, yeah, uh, that's, 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 but I think that's good. I, I think we could trace this back to that eighties. Um, shit. What was that? It was like a show that like just, Everybody freaked out uh, and had the guy from Hill Street Blues and it was like, I can't remember the kid's name, but it was like a Adam or something like that. And it was sort of this whole story about, <laughs> no, <it> was, <clears throat> the parents lost the kid and, you know, small wonder. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonder years. I don't know. All I know is small wonder. I, I think we really need to introduce a musical interlude to this podcast <laughs> where Maltz just kind of takes over and goes Wait, for a while. That was Lex, though. You seriously think, though, that it's that the the current or the, the long-lasting panic about it came because of a TV I show? I think it started. I do. I think it started there. I went And I think that just, and then it snowballed because there was this whole advocacy thing and laws changed and all this stuff. And you know what um, I think it was though? I, th- I think you're right that it was television, but I think it was, I can't think what the show was called, but the, um, the guy whose kid, well, maybe this is what you're talking about, but like not a fictional show, but a nonfiction show, like the rescue 911, like the guy who's uh, America's most wanted. That's the one. Like, I feel like it's true crime shows like America's most wanted that yeah. every week you're piping horrible behavior <laughs> into your house. And then it's like, Oh, well this must be everywhere because I hear about it every week on this yeah. show. Yes. Yes. The point zero zero one percent chance of that's of course right. it's the media. That's what they want you to know, Maltz. Now here's the thing: some things <laughs> what you hear Obama every week, wants, whatever. <laughs> some things you hear every week and it makes your life worse. But there's some things you hear about every week and they make your life better. Can I tell you an example? Yes, please do. Turning this car around is supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. Wealthfront's software hey, manages Lex, your money. Yes. Does that? Uh, sorry, I know you're reading this, but um. Do, do they advise buying a gold Apple Watch? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I just, <laughs> no, I just had that question. It's burning. Okay, go. No, I mean, I actually, I can't speak for Wealthfront, but I'm sure they could give advice on whether that's a good place to put your money. Wealthfront's software manages your money using investment strategies that were previously only available to the wealthiest investors for just one quarter of the cost of using a traditional advisor. Wealthfront monitors your account 24-7. That's every minute of every day of every week. Automatically rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting dividends, and working to maximize your after-tax returns. Wealthfront is also overseen by a team of investment experts, the same experts who launched the index fund revolution, sort of like Dan Stance revolution, and who've written some of the most important books in finance. In case you're still not convinced, you should know that Wealthfront manages over $2 billion in client assets and has saved millions of dollars on taxes for its clients. So with Wealthfront watching over your investments every day, what are you going to do with all your extra time? Here's how you get started. Go to Wealthfront.com slash TTCA. They're going to manage your first 10K investment for free. Again, it's Wealthfront.com slash TTCA to get your first $10,000 managed for free. Wealthfront Inc. is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risks, and there is the possibility of losing money. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com to read their full disclosure. Okay to read fast. I'm probably not supposed to read that part. There we go. <laughs> wow. I'm right now just like in Okay to read fast. Just, it's fabulous reading it fast. Kidding? That's I Snell did the same kind of thing on one of his shows. I was like, he was really excited to read fast. Oh my god, it's the best. If I could do the whole show fast, I would love it. Yeah. Just like you don't have to because yeah, it's modern technology. Software. Software. Yep. Do you think the people who listen at like more than 1.5x have any idea what I'm saying during this explosion? I don't think they have any idea what you're saying anyway. Anyway, yeah. None of us. They just it's just noise in the background at that point. <laughs> the whole podcast I did get a note about the background. <laughs> yeah, I think um, <laughs> someone sent a note about that. But that the, the theme sucks at one point five. I'm like, oh, uh, sorry to hear. Sorry to hear that. I don't don't. You know should what absolutely to do, do a version of the theme that slowed down one and a half. What is that person? <laughs> 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 I'm John. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Bugs Bunny running through the ether. Yes. Come yeah. um, back here, you rabbit. <laughs> so that's going to sound perfect at 1.5. Your kids are safe, uh, at least from abduction. Uh-huh. But my question yeah. is, John, how, what was the connection that we were going to make to gender reveal parties? Oh, no. Well, 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 wait, we got another. Wait. <laughs> I'm getting, I can, can, we please I can not make that, do that connection. S- that subject. Um, but, that's not hard for me, um, but you go ahead first. I'll but let's talk, talk about, I mean, so despite the fact that it's really rare that um, some kid's going to get abducted, uh, there's this couple in Maryland that got like cited for neglect. The weird, the weird thing is called unsubstantiated child neglect. They were yeah. found responsible for unsubstantiated child neglect. And that is because they let their kids who are 10 and 6 play at the park and then walk themselves home. That's right. That's, that's right. And then so you know, and somebody sees these kids, up. somebody sees these kids 10 and 6 walking home and calls the police. Uh, yeah, God, it's just it, horrible. That person... It, is the real problem. Right. <laughs> right. I would say the law is the real problem. Too. Well, well yes. yeah, as well as the child. So just really quick as an explanation, 
The unsubstantiated part means that there was not sufficient information regarding the allegation or the identity of the family to confirm abuse or neglect based on the state's legal criteria. Some cases are classified as unsubstantiated if no court action was taken and voluntary services were provided to the child. Criteria for substantiation vary among states because there's no uniform national system for case reporting because why, why would we need that? That's no. All. I hope yeah. that clears it right up for everybody. <laughs> states' rights, man. Uh, so for the past several months, Child Protective Services has been investigating what the family is calling, quote, free range parenting, quote. They tell. <laughs> like, like they just discovered it. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> here's the thing. Like the free range is how I would say most of us were raised on this podcast. I, uh, I, I certainly was. Um, so yeah. we've had this uh, and discussion these parents before, gave but... the kids cards that said, we are free range kids. We're not being neglected. Our parents just believe that it's okay for us to be, you know, by ourselves outside. So, so they, they were walking about a mile in broad daylight. Yes. And were stopped by the police after somebody called it in. Now, the only problem I, <laughs> this is terrible. I would like to preface this by saying it's terrible, but you know, <laughs> I, first of all, I want to go, I think that I, maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know, but I think that I'll be speak for myself and say I have no problem with what these parents did, and I have a lot of problems with this law and this arrest and whatever else. But it's always unfortunate when, like, you have the hippie granola people as your spokesperson for the movement. Like, I just wish it was slightly more normal looking people because right. they look like 100% free range parents, and I wish they just looked like parents. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they, they, okay. Was kale involved in anywhere? Oh, I guarantee you their house is made of 82% kale. <laughs> Said the guy in a solar mansion. <laughs> yeah. Driving the electric car. <laughs> driving the electric car. Yeah, but I look normal. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> normaler. Ish. Oh, and the guy's name is Alexander, just like me. Yeah. Yep, see? Okay, so. You're also part of the problem. Dumb, what, okay, so what's, what is, let's take a poll. Amongst the hosts of this show, who thinks that parents should be allowed to free range parent? I do. I, I, I do. do. Okay. Do you, you think there should? Okay. So that's a hundred percent. Okay. Do you think, and, and this is the follow up. Do you think that there should be legal repercussions for free range parenting other than <laughs> awards tax, for tax credits for being better than other parents <laughs> at free range parenting? <laughs> And, and just in general, just in general, and By choose selecting free range and even more money if your kids survive okay. <laughs> without getting abducted. It'd be a scaled. I'll, if you I'll make it to twelve, truth. you get paid extra. Like, if you make it to fourteen, I did not walk a mile by myself when I was six. That's that seems far, and that seems young. However, they're with the ten-year-old, oh, and I don't right, know these no, kids. If the ten-year-old's totally responsible, then sure, I could absolutely see letting them walk together like liam who is four i definitely would not let walk even with anya's no, garden no, he's not gonna no. handle it but to tell sierra and anya you can walk together yes i wouldn't have a problem with that i wouldn't send sierra by herself she would get scared among other things but i think the two of them could keep it in control uh but a mile i don't think i would do that seems far like oh, i used to go stop being a pussy come on no mile <laughs> miles mile, nothing i'm okay with well, I don't know what the streets are either. Like, are they walking through a park or are they walking a along a road with no sidewalk? That's important to me. Well, th that okay, but that's all, just another thing you got to teach your kids. Like, look, you know, if you're alone, stay on the sidewalk. 
And if it doesn't well, have I a sidewalk, mean, like, if there's no sidewalk, yeah. then I wouldn't let him do it. I'm thinking about where they. Could You're thinking about them in. getting hit by a car, right? Exactly. So, like, I'm thinking about where, like from my house. If you go in one direction, sidewalk, and if you go in the other direction, no sidewalk, and then eventually you're just walking on a very busy wait, road. So wait, I wouldn't let wait, them walk that way. Whoa, whoa! You live in a neighborhood without sidewalks? Well, so <laughs> you can go in one direction, <laughs> and you're going to go to you know nice developments and businesses, whatever, all sidewalky. But if you turn the other way, you're going towards the you know the main route, Route Nine, and when uh-huh. you go towards that direction, you're gonna you're gonna be sidewalkless for a little while. What's that about? It's because there's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mob? I, I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> That's what the hell kind of crazy country are you living in? That there's That's no really what child protective services in New Jersey should investigate. Here's exactly. What I'll tell you the truth. No goddamn boy, sidewalks. What? <laughs> there was a boy who was going to grow up to do sidewalks all over this area, but he got abducted. So <laughs> That's what happened. I don't know. Uh, but no, I, everybody general, remembers the person with the sidewalk vision. The vision of sidewalks. Everybody remembers Timmy, Timmy, who, you know, was so vocal <laughs> about about the sidewalks and then was sadly abducted. <laughs> but but no, then wouldn't no, you think I'm, there'd I'm be an uprising? Like like an uprising, like, okay, Timmy was abducted. We gotta bond together and finish his dream of sidewalks for all. The Timmy Memorial Sidewalk. Lex, I think that's your job. I think we just found a calling for you. I think we just found a way for you to really improve the lives of your neighbors. So <laughs> if I need to go over there and help, I, I can, I can carry you. signs. And, it, and they couldn't pin it on the guy who was going to lose six feet of his lawn to the sidewalk. But <laughs> going back to this Maryland family for a minute, Alexander and whomever native. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so nothing truly has happened yet. Right now, because of right. they've been found, they've uh, just been responsible. judged. They've been, no, so they're, uh, they keep a file. Child Protective Services will keep a file on the family for at least five years. Um, and the parents say, okay, go fuck yourselves. We're going to keep letting them do exactly what we've been letting them do. <laughs> and th- this is the best sentence. This is from the Fox News version of the article. Good for them. The legal oh, yeah, ramifications are best. unclear if the children are picked up by police again. And uh, the thing I admire what they're doing, right? And if they did get picked up by uh, by the police again, and it became a thing, and then there was a case, like I, they're fighting for the right thing here. I agree with them, but if there's a risk that they're going to lose their kids, then I don't know what the hell they're supposed to do. Like, if if what if the next time they're like, well, this happened a second time, and we've already got this file, so now your kids are going into the system. <laughs> like that would be really ungreat, unless their kids are shitty. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. So if you're saying that's the that. reason they're letting them play at the park by themselves? Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. Go by sure. yourselves, jerks. <laughs> the kids' names are jerk and a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Yeah, just I mean, that's a, well. That's an interesting question. Like, I mean, I, and probably one that I would not. I mean, I probably wouldn't stand up to that point personally, right? Because I don't, you know. <laughs> I do not want my kid going into the system. Yeah. More no. than I want to stand up on principle. Rafi. And I would Mora. still, I would still, you know, like if, if, like if I thought that this was a problem and the laws here are much more relaxed than they are there apparently. Um, but uh, you know, if I thought that I wanted to stand up for that, I would go, you know, go to a lot of meetings, <laughs> city council meetings <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. but I would not, I would not risk sending my kid into, um, Horrible hell, the foster situation, yeah. yeah. Which is worse than God. That's way worse than just walking a mile. Come on. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. You're, yeah, of really. course. Jesus That's a Christ. great point, actually. Of all the bad things we could do to kids, letting them walk a mile is so much worse. You're, you're, letting them go is so much less potentially damaging than this. You're absolutely right. That's a great point. I will say, although I mocked this family for their appearance like a very nice person, um, <laughs> the way they... <laughs> Who's the a-hole? This, this Slate.com <laughs> article that John Armstrong just shared that I'm sure will also be in the show notes. Good luck with that, Moltz. Um, <laughs> I'll, they, they I'll did, decide if it's in the show notes. They did everything Ooh, right. Oh, now but we're I mean, fighting the, over show notes. Okay. The, but they did notes. everything right, is my point. They, um, they, the way they train them to do the walk, where first they could go around the block and then they could go to the library and then they could go the full mile. They have these cards for them that tell, like you said, that say, I'm free. Like they, they, they were so smart about it. And that's what's so frustrating. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're, I mean, there, and there are so many other things that people get away with on a daily basis with their kids. I mean, it's, the fact that they're even like focusing on this, it's the fact bananas. that they decided to pursue the investigation is, is even just kind of ridiculous. I mean, unless, you know, I guess, you know, again, the, again, because of my wife's work, I know what, what a lot of family situations are like, and they're really like pretty unbelievable. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's horrible. I'm sure there's terrible, terrible, uh, situations that kids are in all the time. And, you know, there's a reason we have child protective services. There's a reason we we came to all this stuff. But yeah. now we're in a place where a random person can anonymously call and report your kids as doing as being in this horrible situation that they're not. I mean, what the kids are out walking and their parents knew where they were. And a stranger has the power to ruin your life because they're concerned. Did they go talk to the kids? Did they say, hey, what's up, kids? Did they give the kids a chance to talk yeah. before they called the cops? Nope. Let's just run yeah. to the phone. Call it. I mean, I don't know. I can't yeah. speak to that. But point is, <laughs> we live in a crazy goddamn time, and it's time, like the Slate article says, it's time as parents for us to fight back. If the kids were black, they probably would have been shot by the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I shouldn't laugh at that. That's not funny. I know it's, it's, it's actually not. That's not that's, um, right now. That I, is not a good thing in this country. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this, looking at this slate, at this slate article, and looking at the sidebar. And so the next thing that I want to talk about is the one that says, "Help my 12 year old son had a dog lick peanut butter off his chest." <laughs> it's, Wait, when you read the article, it's actually off his nipples. Just to be clear. Oh God! <laughs> I read circumcised or not circumcised. The nipples or the dog? <laughs> the dog. Either the dog or the, or the son or the 12 year old. Um, God, well, this, the, the Hannah Rosen article that you linked on slate is makes me much more angry about this whole thing. And I was already angry about it. It's so, yeah, it's so stupid. I want to let my kids go do stuff by themselves. Not just for fun. You know, I'm not even allowed to let them come off the bus and go to the house by themselves. Um, and the bus stop stops at four and I live at six. Um, but you, every parent has to pick up their kids at the bus stop. They can't walk and they're let off on my side of the street, but they're not allowed to go to the house by themselves. We have to go out and get them. It's pretty stupid. It's, it's not that I'm trying to get out of the work. I just want them to be <laughs> able to be empowered to walk a, a, up the lawn by themselves. Why? why well, and the reason is that's that's what the school's rule is. Uh, you got to fight the power on that one, dude. Sorry, you got to get some torches. You got to get some pitchforks. Even, even if you lose your children, <laughs> I well, I rode the bus from third to sixth grade, and the stop was diagonally across the intersection from my home. I lived on a corner house. And so we'd walk over there. We'd stand in, in the bus line 
in whatever weather. It didn't matter what the hell. If the school was open, we were in bus line. And there were days when it was like, I don't feel like taking the bus home from school. I'm, I'm going to walk home. And it was at least a mile, probably more. And my, I didn't even tell my parents. I just decided to do it. And um, didn't get in trouble. Chew on that. World. Yeah. Yeah. And how old was I? What? Fourth grade? Nine? So whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like, okay, yeah, small town, whatever. But, you know, stuff happens in small towns. It's weird sometimes. <laughs> I remember I used to want to do... Funky stuff. For yeah, a couple like, birthday parties, I wanted to play football and tackle football with my friends with no equipment. So that's a different safety problem on its own. I but, think there's some other things going on there, too. Like... Was Greco-Roman <laughs> wrestling involved or any kind of Turkish bath situation? Or a, I don't know what you're implying. All I can room? say it was, it was naked tackle football between <laughs> friendly boys. There's nothing weird about that. Uh, Just the as you love do. Of, a, right. of a boy for a sport. Right. Who and among you, us has not played naked tackle, tackle and football? And we rarely had a football. That's the only thing. Um, <laughs> it was A football. But so we, you'd have to go to the high school. And when I was in junior and senior high school, which was all one building, I had to walk because the bus stop, like you said, the bus stop stopped diagonally across the street, but I wasn't allowed to take the bus because I was within the walking range, which uh, sucked. So like the bus would go by me as I was walking. But it's, mm. that was like a, a 0.75 mile situation or three quarters of a mile for the British. And so I, um, yeah, I don't know. We do that all. It was a big group of guys, and we were all idiots. Like we were stupid and not responsible, and we would do that walk. Like not just on birthday parties, but just for fun, we would all go do it. Dumb. This is dumb. This is dumb bullshit. It makes me angry. It is dumb bullshit. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, uh, what was the show? Okay, so speaking of the, I don't know if this made the cut for the pre-show or not, but um, that <laughs> the, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, yeah. What was the? There was an episode involving a gay musical. What was that called? Was it Daddy's Boy? Yes. And there's like a whole like something. Yes. Sorry about the spoilers, people, but you have to watch the show, first of all. Second of all, Daddy's Boy. And the lyrics are like play over the end oh, credits. Was, there's no and it's that so was super crazy. Funny. It was like it was, we were, I'm, it was, I was very my strange. And I'm like, wait, wait, this is an incest thing. And whoa, yes. whoa it was crazy. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It went one louder than Mother Boy on Arrested Development. It's Mother like Boy's every once in a while, I think that would be an okay show for Hank to watch, and then they do something like that, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not okay. Is it, it was Mother Boy on Arrested Development, right? The the weird, like <laughs> yes. almost incestual, overtoned, <laughs> weird thing, Mother Boy, which is <laughs> with uh, Buster. Was that like a dance or something? It was an event. And, yeah, yeah, and it was like a like a right. competition <laughs> <laughs> for for Orange County um, sons and mothers, and I think it was like the the overprotective, you know, overbearing mother, uh, right? Right. And I, I guess it was who was the best mama's boy or whatever. But um, basically, brilliant. Right. Oh god, uh, what was that actor's name who plays uh, Buster? He's so good. Tony He's great Hale. in Veep too. Tony, Tony Hill, fantastic in, yeah. in, in, on Veep. Although so playing the same funny. character. I agree with you that he's fantastic, but it's a very similar character. It's not, though. Uh, he doesn't That's talk what about I juice meant. boxes. Not at all the same character. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm Other a, than being exactly the same. Yeah. When you take, apart, take out the things that are the same, completely different. 
<laughs> I have not seen the show, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, right. Okay, so let's just kind of recap because we're we're you know we're 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 getting close, right? We're getting close to ending this son of a bitch. Yep. Not the not the this, podcast. Just ending this, this episode. Just ending, this. ending this mother's boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so your kid is in danger. Kids in your kid kids, is, yes, but your kid is in danger. Your kid is in danger right. of nosy busybodies. Yeah, mostly by so keep up that helicopter parenting. Stay with that. It's awesome. It's super helpful for everybody. And never let your kids out of your sight. Actually, I'll tell you what I'm not ready to do yet. That I, I my kids are asking when they can do it. Uh, although they're nervous about it too. And so I haven't said oh, anything about it. It's no, it's, it's <laughs> a dog. I want to know when I can let them walk the dog by themselves. Oh, um, now yeah, Anya he, won't yeah. do it because she would have to pick up poop and she has no, no willingness to do that. Sure. Um, Liam would have no technical ability to pick up the poop, but like the question <laughs> is just be poop all over. Him. <laughs> right. oh, he would come back holding it. No question. Yeah. Um, but Sierra's like, when can I walk Cody? And I'm like, I don't know because now there's two lives in nature. I'm not worried about hers as much as I'm worried. I mean, I, okay. I was gonna, I'm, she would be fine in terms of safety walking the dog. I'm worried right, about the dog the, safety. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, sure. Yeah. Cause it's with kids. Well, okay. So can't you do like a group walk and kind of show here's what you do when you walk the dog? This is what walking the dog looks like kids. Oh yeah. yeah it's yeah, not absolutely. all fun and games. But like if he saw another dog, he would pull hard. He's not like, Uh-oh. he's still a puppy. And yeah. like, I'm, I'm, what I'm mostly worried about is Sierra losing the leash. Right. right. Well, that's what, I mean, so Hank and I have walked Grant together on many occasions. And one time years ago, he wanted to, he wanted to hold the leash and I stupidly let him and the dog, you know, the two of them are running cause he wanted to run with the dog <laughs> holding the leash. And so they start running and then Grant like gets a little crazy and busts loose and it was a pretty, I think I told this story before, but it was a pretty busy street. And so, you know, the dog is, the dog is loose and he's jumping around like an idiot. And, um, and I'm, you know, yelling at him to stop and trying to grab him and there are cars going by. And I finally, he's, he wears a harness when we walk him and I find as he zoomed by me, I grabbed his harness and my, you know, got my hand in there and I was not going to let go. And he kept going. And he just like dragged me and, and I, I slammed my chin down on the, uh, on the pavement. Oh my God. And just like oh. scraped the hell out of my chin. What an so, asshole you're doing I mean, you know, he's like, you know, he's like 80 pounds, the dog. So there's, there's just like, there's no way until he's much older that he's ever walking the dog. Yeah. And like, yeah. so this dog is like not yet 10 pounds. Um, so yeah. it's doable, but I just don't, I don't think he's ready yet. Cause he is definitely like, we're still learning about how to not be a dick on the walk. And that's just me, let alone. <laughs> Keep that at Lex. Yeah. No, like right now, since we, I know we also talk about pet fatherhood here, but mm-hmm. uh, right now walking Cody in the wind is the worst thing ever <laughs> because leaves will blow around and each leaf he's like, Oh my I God, get I have to get, get that it. fucking leaf. Gotta get it. Yeah. And so he yeah. just bolts after it and he just wants it so much. And it's so important to him. And then, like, he'll yeah. hold one leaf in his mouth, see another one, and he's like, ah, that is the leaf I need. But so yeah. he'll forget to go to the bathroom. It's just, it's the worst. So you don't free range your dog. <laughs> uh, Our neighbors do, actually. So it's a, just let him go outside, you mean? Like, dog just let the dog go. Oh, they let their dogs run all over the place. Like, fenced wow. in or unfenced in? Unfenced. Wow. Just out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that we're definitely not doing. Yeah, uh, cats. And, I think I mean, okay and one of them they had they had this black lab for years who was a wonderful dog, and you know, and it was really nice. I mean, she would come over and play with Hank when 
you know, when she was out and she's always very, very good, completely gentle. And now they have a, another dog who is, who is a tremendous dick. <laughs> Who's a small, a small dog. You know, it's just like oh. a little dog who just comes over and barks at Grant. Okay. Grant barks back and the two of them are at the gate going, <laughs> so. you know, I think my solution would be just like, let's go. You guys want it? Let's go. Rip it up. I did that one time. <laughs> you like, fuck it, we're time. doing this. Okay. Like, it's on. <laughs> you want a piece and, of this? Yeah. And, so and he ran. I mean, he just like took off and ran back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> see, my, I have a, I, not that I would charge for people to see this, but I had a thing where I was like, you know what? The dogs were working out, man. And if, you know, if one dog says, listen, I'm alpha, then the other dog will be like, all right. Cause they're, you know, that's how dogs work. And then, but the problem with that is if, if the alpha dog's an asshole, that's not good. <laughs> like, it's better to have like an alpha dog who's like, just like, chill, alpha. like, listen, you know, yeah, right. I'm alpha, shut up, whatever. Let's go. We're going over here. We can sniff some stuff over here. Let's go. Uh, but just don't cross me. Just don't do some things <laughs> that I don't like you to do. And I'll let you know what those are. Fine. We're not going to have a big fight over it, but let's just, you know, we can sniff together and do some other things, maybe chase around, but yeah. Yeah. As an owner of two dogs, one we dog sniff together uh, <laughs> was we, I, I swear to God, I had him at a place where he got outside and the code word was hurry, do it. And he would pee on command. It was awesome. That is I where swear I to God right now for peeing. If I say go pee pee, because I didn't pick a good command and I have one of these like I'm two years old each time. But if I say it, he just goes like I had to make sure he wasn't near me right now when I said it. Right. It's awesome. Like it's the best thing. And then you're like, bullshit. There's no way it works, but it totally works. But then the it problem does. is like, it's like, like, it's like, hey, Siri. And you're like, no, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't pick something that sounds like, hey, Siri. She's, yeah. <laughs> but literally just yesterday, we're in the house and I was like, do you think Cody has to go pee pee? And boom. He just like, why? Yes, oh. I do. What a great <laughs> idea, Lore. <laughs> um, but the other dog was not so. Uh, first of all, female dogs, I think, have a different approach to elimination. And second, uh, <laughs> she was a herding dog and they got their own rules. They got their own deal work. And they're like, listen, I'm smarter than you are. So whatever. Uh, I'm still a puppy and I'm going to enjoy my puppyhood. And it's going to take you 17 months to housebreak me and whatever. But then there was a corner turned for me and her. And I would make her. I would walk and I would make her match my step and I would do like crazy steps, like crazy walk with my legs all over the place. This is a Kevin thing, by the way. And you of walk course. like you're insane and the dog has to realize, wait, I got to stand clear of the legs and all the craziness because Chuck used to try and like bite our heels when we'd walk him. Mm, he'd be uh -huh. all like, you know, he wasn't a herding dog. He just, oh, something to bite. Rawr. So and when you did the crazy walk, you like, you weren't actively trying to kick, but you were okay. No, you made some contact. No, it was just like, yeah, I'm not like swinging hard. I'm not like swinging right. for the fences. Just, you know, I'm crazy walking crazy dog. I walk. Yeah. You got to <laughs> learn to love and get deal with it, puppy. So, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Chuck learned very quickly because Kevin, he's bigger than, you know, he's taller than me and he was bigger. And so it's like, and here's this little like, you know, what? Eight pound dog, nine pound dog. And yeah, it was hilarious. It was really funny. There's a bit of an S&M thing with it where you have to kind of let go of that <laughs> thing where you're like, I'm torturing my dog and I like it. You kind of have to let go. Of that. Did your dog ever eat peanut butter off your chest? Um, I did not get to that. Uh, Kevin did not cover that. 
the lessons. So. <laughs> or any other part of you. <laughs> I'm, what, what did he cover with peanut butter? <laughs> <sighs>